Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I can't go out. <laughs> I'm sick. Boo, you whore. What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Outgoing. Without going out. I'm Lexi. And I'm Gabby. And, and we're, we're the Fuller, Fuller sisters. sisters. This week, you guys asked, and we're going to deliver part two of the questions from last week's episode, except from Gabby's point of view. Woo-woo. But you guys know the drill. Oh my gosh, my whole living room smells like Sean's farts. Ew. This is unacceptable. I am so sorry. Okay. Why don't we start off with. Your weekly scoop. We have some exciting new segments, so keep listening to hear more, but we're really excited about them. Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? So, my weekend in Orlando was so much fun. We woke up, so we drove to Delray. Did you put the GoPro on in the haunted no. houses? No. I tried to record, and they said you couldn't, but also it was so dark, so like you wouldn't have been able to see anything. I got Sad. some f- as much footage as I could, at least going through like the scare zones outside. Like that was where I got most of the footage. Through the haunted house, no. But anyway, we're gonna backtrack a little bit. So Thursday night we drove to Delray for the night to at least get an hour of the drive done. We woke up at like five forty five the next morning to get in the car. I slept the whole way. It was only like a two and a half hour drive from there, so it wasn't bad at all. Slept the whole way, got to the park at like a little after it opened, like nine thirty. And we got our season passes, which was a super easy process. I thought we were going to have to wait in, like, a long line and do all this stuff. But, no, it was super easy. Got our Is it, like, passes. a picture ID pass? No, or? not at all. It's just a pass, and it says Gabriella Fuller on the back. So there's no ID whatsoever? They do fingerprint now, like Disney, but, like, that's oh. it. There's no picture or anything, which shocked me. So okay. we did Islands of Adventure Friday during the day, which we did the Velocicoaster, which is the new ride. It is, like, super intense. Like, it's a lot of fun. I will say it's very jerky for being such a new ride. Like, my head was all over the place. Oh, I don't like that. I know. But it is, like, it's, like, you're upside down, you're twisting, you're doing this, you're doing that. Like, you're never just, like, coasting. And then it, like, picks up in the middle of the ride. So it's very fun, very intense, a good ride. But, yeah, I was very shocked that it was still jerky for being that new. Other than that, Hagrid's Magical Motorbike, or whatever it's called, is awesome. The engineering to that ride is so cool i don't know how they made the like half of it possible i don't want to spill it because if you've never been on it part of the ride is like so cool and just like so unexpected so we did that one twice and somehow both times me and justin got the front of the cart i don't know how it happened but it is so much fun like you literally feel like you're just steering the entire ride do you prefer the sidecar or the motorbike um so everyone else prefers the motorbike but i feel like i'm not even tall enough to reach like the pedals or the handlebar of the motorbike so i don't even use it to its full extent so i always just sat in sidecar and let justin ride the motorbike because it made him very excited so i feel like it was a waste if i went on it or if he went on it it was a thrill to him other than that i would say those were definitely the standout rides i finally got to do king kong and yeah not a fan of it 
It's like 40 simulation on both sides of you, but you're in a cart with so many people that like you don't know you where can't to look see. which side. You can't see what's happening. Like I expected a lot more considering that was one of the newer ones. Other than that, I feel like those are like the main rides at Island. So then we went back to the hotel and we took a nice nap because we were exhausted from getting up so early. And then got ready to go to Horror Nights and went back to Universal and for Horror Nights. Which Justin was always like very team Islands of Adventure. And I was always very confused by it because I was like, Universal has good rides too. So we made sure to ride them and everyone was obsessed with the Transformer ride, which I knew. I was like pulling through for that one because I was like, I know when we went on Transformers Lex, we came out of it like so shocked that it was so good. And I kept saying it. I was like, there's like, Transformers so good. Like I know Universal has good rides. So he just completely forgot about that and forgot about the whole Diagon Alley and Gringotts. So we did those rides, Mummy, um, what else? Oh, Men in Black, which is like the shooting game, like Buzz Lightyear at Disney. I was somehow losing the entire ride. Randomly hit some sort of target that gave me 100,000 bonus points and ended up beating everyone, which was fun. Um, As for the haunted houses at Horror Nights, I was pretty disappointed. I am normally a wimp when it comes to scary stuff. Like me and Lexi used to run out of haunted houses with our parents and like they would just finish them because we would be too scared. And, like, I was excited to get, like, the thrill of it and to be scared. I had, like, maybe one, maybe two jump scares, and that's it. There wasn't much. It was so predictable. I feel like when haunted houses are so professional like that, their rules are so strict. And I feel like with COVID and everything, everyone had to stay, like, very specific to their spot. They had to have a mask or, like, a a plastic covering over them. And it was just very predictable. And because it's such a populated area... It's not like a normal haunted house where they send in just your group at a time. It's like everyone goes in. So I would see people come out like three groups ahead of us. So it wouldn't be a surprise to me when they're coming out anymore. Yes, Alexandra, you had something to say. I found a haunted hayride that looks pretty good near us. So I'm excited to go to that one weekend because they're my favorite. I don't like to walk through, but on hayrides, Uh I feel like I can really just enjoy it. And I'm excited. I hope this one's good. We're going to have to go some weekend in October. But yeah, those are my favorite. It's like 30 to 40 minutes away from us. So Halloween like doesn't exist down here. Like we kind of have a pumpkin patch and I think we're going to try to go next week. But like no haunted houses, no hay rides. Like it's just like not a big thing down here. And I don't know why. Because up north, like the Halloween. Because it's too hot down there. But like not at night. And so what? Like you can figure things out like i don't know i feel like haunted houses are just so almost like on every corner up there you see a sign for a haunted house and there's nothing down here because fall isn't fall down there really but halloween is still fun uh i know but i don't know i think that's why the spirit is not there anyway that was horror nights we we got fast passes for that so we thought we were going to get through everything so fast and we were still somehow there till 1 30 in the morning even though we were like riding everything so then we woke Do up the you get next the morning. horror nights with your annual pass? No. So you had to pay separate for that? Yeah. Was it expensive? Uh, just to go to horror nights is like 80 bucks, but the fast pass was like Oof. an additional on top of that. Oof. Yeah. But it was worth it. It was still a fun experience. And then the next day we went to Volcano Bay because that is included in the season pass, so we didn't have to pay anything for that. That was so much fun. I don't know the last time I've been to a water park. And it was just like... It was... We picked a good day to go, kind of, because it started pouring when we got there. So we were like, well, we're going to get wet anyway. So at least we didn't go to the park on a rainy day, and we went to the water park. Sean, you like water parks, right? Yeah. Yeah, Gabby says the one at Universal is really good. She recommends it. 
it was Volcano a lot of fun. Bay. And it wasn't like super packed. And they do this cool thing, well, and they give you know, these you little like kitty Apple Watch type of things, and you scan them at the line of the ride. So yeah, it get, it tells line, you though. when you need to come back, so you don't actually have to wait in line the whole time, which is super nice, especially on a normal day where it's like beaming down hot. That was his first question just now: is how's the lines? They give you like a smart watch, so you don't have to wait in line. It just tells you what time to go. My big thing about water parks is the stairs. I have a weird, irrational fear of wet stairs on water parks. Like, I'm going to fall through and, like, hurt my (laughs) teeth or something. But also, the hair on the ground. Like, gross things on the ground. But Gabby's water shoes. I'm very excited for these water shoes. I'm going to go into more detail because they're my favorite this week. Yeah. But these water shoes that we found on Amazon saved us. Because I agree. Just the ground's gross. The ground gets hot. It's just, like, everyone's soggy toes are on the same ground and it just sketches me out so the water shoes definitely saved the day but then we get back from volcano bay and justin's chain with the g initial um he left it on the side table of our room and we think housekeeping stole it so he had to file a police report oh my gosh. because managers like couldn't check the camera so we had to file a police report and figure out all this stuff luckily it wasn't his so he has two chains two chains um one of them is from his grandpa, and it's like a real Cuban link. And then the other one is the pendant's only $10 on Amazon, so the pendant was cheap. But he got like a $150 chain with it. So it was still, like, obviously not the most expensive thing, but it's the principle of it that, first of all, we had the thing on the door that housekeeping shouldn't have come in. They said, according to the key logs, no one came in and out of our room. But, like, he knows for a fact he put it on the night table, and it was just not there. We checked everything. See, I was going to say, are you sure he put it on no, the night table? No, that's believe me. Like, we were all doubting him, and we still kind of are, but, like, we checked every inch of everything. And hmm. I vividly remember him saying, like, he's like, I think I'm going to take the G necklace off today. Like, I don't like the way it lays. I didn't see where he put it down, but, like, he said that out loud to me, and then all of a sudden the necklace was nowhere to be found. So hmm. maybe I'll get an update on that eventually. I don't know when, how long he has to wait until someone contacts him again after that. That was Saturday, and then Sunday we went to Rainbow Springs, which was about an hour and a half away, which is just a natural spring somewhere up near, like, Ocala, and we just went swimming. The water was very cold. It was, like, 72 degrees, but it's, like, crystal clear, super nice, and then we went kayaking up and down the little, like, stream thing. Then after that, we drove another, like, 25 minutes to Devil's Den, and this was so cool. This was such an amazing experience. I've seen it all over Pinterest and Instagram. It's been on my bucket list forever. So the fact that we finally, like, made it happen and the fact that we had the GoPro to, like, capture it all was so fun. The water, again, was also, like, 70 degrees, but we had our snorkel gear, we had the flippers, and you just go, like, literally, like, the floor just caved in. So there's just a giant hole in the ceiling, and it just made this whole Devil's Den, like, cave thing. They said in that area, it's so old that they found remains of, like, a saber-toothed tiger, a, like, or a saber-toothed tiger, a like 18 foot sloth like bones like they found just crazy remains this place is so old and now they turned it into like a tourist attraction but it was so cool anyway wow a cyber tooth tiger i cannot believe saber tooth tiger you knew what i meant other than that i was on like a high on the weekend and then i come back well this happened during the weekend but it didn't affect me as much until i got home but my tiktok account was just completely taken down I have been so sure that I am not breaking any community guidelines and anyone can attest for me that I have literally not posted anything, regardless of even the stuff that was getting taken down because I was in a bikini like months ago. I was never doing anything vulgar compared to what these other people do. Like, 
none of my content was ever explicit whatsoever like not even close so the it's so frustrating that i for some reason my account was just being targeted everything i would post got taken down it got to the point where my entire account is now gone i'm still holding on to hope that it is not completely gone i got an email today from tiktok at least to that email saying like your creator fund is available for withdrawal i'm like so at least my like account is somewhere in the system still like i'm still attached to that so my manager has been working on trying to find someone in contact on the back end to get that fixed but it's just so frustrating because it's like the way i would describe it as a tool in your job that is like the most important tool that makes your job a million times easier and like someone just takes it from you and you can't use it it's like yes i could start over but it's like tiktok is the most important platform when it comes to social media right now it's the most popular the algorithm works in the, the most in favor in creators so the fact that like that account that i've literally been using for two years i had over five hundred thousand followers is just gone and it would be one thing like i have my backup account that was like my spam account that was the, like that one blonde girl account and that account is still active and it's up and it won't let me log into it because it's attached to the other one. Like, it makes no sense. So everything is, like, working against me on TikTok right now. And I just feel so, like, unmotivated and uninspired when it comes to social media now. Because that was such, that's such a huge tool when it comes to, like, honestly, it was just a, such a fun outlet. Like, I used to have so much fun making TikToks. And, like, that would always be my, one of my main priorities because I just enjoyed scrolling through it and just getting inspired and getting inspo and posting and doing all this and cross-promoting my other channels. And it's just, like... I have no motivation when it comes to that anymore because I feel like it was just ripped away from me and I'm not enjoying it. So at least to kind of spice things up, I made a Gabby and Justin account, which I'm having a little bit more fun on because I just feel like what am I going to post on my main TikTok account right now having to start from zero? It's very frustrating. So that was definitely the low of the week. It was like the weekend was so fun and then I came back and I was just dealing with that all week. And it hasn't gotten any better so far, but I'm holding on hope that we can get that account back. Other than that, I spent the last like day or so prepping for Geneva because now I have cheer camp all weekend. So it's going to be another busy weekend, but it'll be fun. I am exhausted and I just know coming back from this weekend, I'm going to be exhausted. But then I have the next couple weekends just at home. So we'll have a little bit more downtime and a little bit more me time. I feel like that's why I kind of felt crazy this week as well is because as fun as the weekend was, I am, my social battery runs out so fast. And I feel like I just didn't have time to like decompress and reset. Anyway, that was my rant. <laughs> Are you done? Do you yes. feel better? <laughs> kind of, yes. So I'm just going to start off my week recap by saying Mercury is in Gatorade. I agree. It is a I fact. that's why... I have looked it up. Hitting me so hard. Mercury has been in retrograde from September 27th, and it will be until October 18th. The world is out of whack. Sean's looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" But Mercury is in retrograde. From that time, I just want to say, at the beginning of this period is when I dropped and broke my entire phone. Um, Not Gatorade, though. No, that's the joke. Sean is Mercury. So Mercury stupid. is in retrograde. <laughs> but the joke is that people say Mercury is in Gatorade. He's like, "What do you mean?" Um. So, yeah, I asked you guys on Instagram if a lot of you were feeling that and you were like, holy crap, absolutely. Everything kind of feels out of whack. So I'm not alone in that. Yeah, for sure. Um, with that being said, this whole topic and idea has got me into getting into astrology and like tarot cards and like spiritual universe manifestation stuff a lot more. I feel like it's so interesting to me 
and I really want to get like a tarot card reader or something like that on the podcast like someone that is like a media on the psychic so much fun it would be so cool so if any of you know anyone that would want to come on the podcast and like actually does that stuff professionally please let us know because I think that would be amazing um but yeah I've just been like looking up fun stuff I have an app called the pattern that like talks about your astrology pattern based on like the day and time you were born and location and I have mine and Sean's on there and it's kind of cool to like see both of our patterns and like obviously a lot of people don't believe in this and I'm not saying it's like 100% fact and I'm all in but I think it's very interesting and it's been like weirdly accurate lately um so yeah I've been looking into that a little bit more um okay so my week mom what did I do last weekend oh we went to the Bills game and it was a lot of fun but it rained literally from start to finish the entire game it was raining I had a poncho on which was a lifesaver but unfortunately I was wet I had the poncho from Florence from our trip the blue one (laughs) and unfortunately I was wet from like mid-calf inside knee down I wore converse why would you do which that? Which was a bad idea. I felt like I had trench foot. I don't know because I didn't have like good boots to wear. I wasn't thinking, okay? So I wore Converse and I had leggings with Zubas, which are like old school Bills sweatpants over them, which everybody made fun of me for. It, that isn't a Bills fan. Like Bills people get it. Other people were wearing them, but Gabby made fun of me. Miranda <laughs> made fun of me. You both said the same thing. You said you it are in public. Like you're going to a Bills game. Yeah. And like, what are you wearing? So that was funny but yeah those were wet and then I had to drive home barefoot because I took my socks and shoes off because they were soaked with my leggings rolled up to my knees so that's how I drove home wonderful um they won 40 to nothing so it was like fun but also like just really wish it wasn't raining so that was my Sunday and then on Monday I had to drop Sean off at the airport Monday morning because he flew down again for a job interview and since he was gone on Monday and Tuesday mom came up and we had dinner with her and one of her friends and me when I got out of school we went to Diavolio and I got like a nice cheese plate that sounds so good and then we came home and mom and I just like chilled out watched TikToks made TikToks watched TV just like hung out with you know us two gals and I had a lot of laughs so that was nice I'm jealous. Um, I can't it, wait till we have a girls weekend again like it flew by so, so fast long. though like there were so many things that we wanted to do that I just like we couldn't um so yeah that is pretty much my week then this week I've been in oral surgery rotation so it's been kind of a chill week um I was still in kind of like that funk just overthinking everything um but yeah my sinuses are getting better my allergies I've been taking Claritin every day and it's been helping so that is pretty much my week I have nothing exciting to share my new phone should come tomorrow and I'll get to my win of the week in a second so with that being said, why don't we pop into the next segment, which is brand new, the win of the week. Glen Coco, fall for you, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. Gabby, what is your win of the week? I feel like we complain a lot about our week, so we wanted a positive yes. segment in here. <laughs> so we're going to share one win of the week, and we can't wait to hear your win of the weeks on the, how many times am I going to say win of the week? On the know. podcast Instagram, <laughs> but... Go ahead. You can share yours. My win of the week is just definitely Devil's Den. Obviously, with the pandemic, I feel like we were went to Italy and we were so set on, like, traveling every summer and, like, getting to experience these new things. And then it was, like, obviously we couldn't. So I feel like that craving was just, like, there and not being satisfied at all. And although Devil's Den is literally in Florida, it is, just, like I said, something that's been on my bucket list and something that I've wanted to do for so long. 
And although it was not like traveling, traveling, it kind of felt like it was because it was such a new experience and something I was looking forward to. So just being able to experience that and how cool it was and just like finally like just committing and doing it was just such an amazing experience. So that was definitely my win of the week. It was just so exciting to finally get to do that and see it and swim in it and capture it all. Big fan. What's your win of the week that happened today? My win of the week is I got a very exciting interview. Yay. Yay. She didn't get denied. I've been waiting a really long time for this one. And <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> coughing up my own spit. Um, Where's this one on yeah, your list? So I'm really you say? excited. Like top three? I would say top two. Ooh, we love that. Yeah. So I'm excited. It's virtual and it's in over a month. So I have oh. a really long time to prepare. <laughs> Which I kind of like. Yeah, it's like November 18th or 19th and it's virtual. So I have a lot of time to prepare, um, which I'm actually really happy about. But yeah, I'm excited about that. That's definitely my win of the week. I was getting really down on myself, not getting interviews and like checking and seeing other people get interviews. It she literally, like she texted us today. She texted us today and say, someone just got an interview five minutes ago and I didn't get a call. We're like, Alexandra. It wasn't a call. It was an email. And I thought they would have sent them all out at once. So I was panicking. Okay. But don't worry. She got it. (laughs) Don't worry. I did. And I'm very excited about it. So things are just like starting to really fit into place with Sean and I's plans. Um, I will obviously update you guys more. Once things are more concrete. We know more. Yeah. Yeah. Once things are more concrete for sure. So, let's hop into our favorite of the week, shall we? I saw Katie Heron wearing army pants and flip-flops, so I bought army pants and flip-flops. We shall. I gave a little hint to mine, but my favorite are my water shoes. I'm going to pull up the exact brand because we literally just went on Amazon and looked up water shoes. They are chic, let me tell you. I got so many compliments on them. I had like five Instagram DMs asking for the links. I had a girl at the water park. That's like a worker asked for them because she was like, oh, my God, I'm sitting here in my soggy water shoes all day and yours are so cute. Where are they from? And we were like, Amazon. So the brand is Dow Sport, but it's D-O-U-S-S-P-R-T. They were 25 bucks. They are so comfortable and they're like cute and they match bathing suits well. Like I'm not embarrassed to wear them because that was one thing when we were first talking about getting water shoes. I was like, yeah, I want them to be functional, but like. I also don't want to just be like wearing gross looking water shoes. So these are cute. 10 out of 10 recommend. We will put them on the podcast. I also link them on my Instagram. But if you've been debating getting water shoes or if you're just like going to the beach, going to a water park, I feel like there's so many times where I'm like, this would be so much more enjoyable if I wasn't barefoot right now. So worry no more. I got you covered. I'm confused though, because when I clicked on the link you sent me, they were men's. Did you get a men's size? Well, maybe they had... Did I accidentally link Justin's? I mean, they were pretty much the same. I have men's and then... I just didn't know if you got a men's size and a smaller size because I was curious on sizing. That's um, all. Oh, no. There's men's and women's. Did I link the men's? It's the exact same shoe, but... You... There's, okay. And I think it's just the sizes. You just pick the difference in. Okay. Um, my favorite of the week is my new book bag from Amazon. So you guys know I love my shoulder bag. Well, maybe you don't know, but I talk about it on my YouTube channel all the time. I loved my black shoulder bag and it still is an amazing shoulder bag, like laptop bag, purse, school bag, whatever you want to call it. 
But I noticed that with how much I put in it, it was really, really bad to have that hanging on my shoulder all the time, especially with my back problems that I've been having. So I wanted a book bag and I wanted a book bag that didn't look like necessarily like a school book bag. So it was multifunctional. And I found this one on Amazon. I will put it on the podcast Instagram, of course, as we always do. But guess how much it was? How much? Twelve dollars. No way. And it's so and it's so nice. Ooh. Like such good quality, water resistant, has so many pockets and so comfortable. I'm obsessed with it. I it has water bottle you. pockets. So I can bring a water bottle and not like be thirsty all day and actually drink water. So that is my favorite. I've been loving it. That's all I have to say about it. I love that for you. Very excited for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Why don't we jump into another new segment and the last segment? Topic of the week. What is the 411? What has everybody been up to? What is the hot gossip? We want to chat with you guys. We didn't know what to call this. We're thinking topic of the week. Like, we just want to discuss. We both love random fun questions. And so this week, the topic of the week is, what is your favorite nostalgic Halloween or fall movie? When you think childhood Halloween or fall movies, what is it? Mine is Halloween Town High by far. That is my favorite Halloween Town movie. I just, I don't know, something about the high school. Maybe I just, no, I could not relate. There's sort of monsters in the high school, but I don't know. For some reason, that is just like stand out as my favorite Halloween movie. Okay, well, mine are tied between the original Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus. Mm -hmm. I feel like those are both generic answers, but I do love both of those. We were just talking about it today, how it's already like October, whatever day it is. And we have not watched a single Halloween movie, but we've been so into How to Get Away with Murder, which let me tell you, if you've watched the show, we were on season four. And you know how every season starts with like a flash forward memory and then the season goes and plays it out? It's the best. Well, so we're on the episode of season four where the flash forward memory is happening. <coughs> when I tell you, this gave me a panic attack for like the next 40 minutes because we had to stop the show right when it ended and Justin had to like get up and run out of the door to go to work. So I just had to sit here and contemplate what just happened. Oh my God, it was so intense. I literally like, my, my heart was like beating out of my chest. And I was like, why? Like, it's not like I was in the scene, but oh my God, the show is so good and so intense and like, I cannot wait to now watch the next episode and have things get answered finally. But this show is so good. But anyway, we're going to need to find a way to take a break and watch some Halloween movies because we've not done that at all. I think next week when we want to go either. to a pumpkin patch, I want to carve pumpkins. Maybe we'll just start getting in to the Halloween stuff now. Our pumpkins that we grew are thriving. Yeah, they look really good. I will also try to put a picture of that on the podcast Instagram. Are you going to carve those ones or are you going to get other ones? I don't know, Sean. Are we going to carve the pumpkins we grew or keep those as decor and get different ones? I don't know. Yeah. So, but my friend Alexa from school said she would come watch the Halloween Town movies with me since Sean didn't watch them as a kid, so he can't appreciate them as an adult. (gasps) No way. But she was obsessed with them with me. So we're going to send our boyfriends to play Call of Duty somewhere, and Alexa and I are going to watch the (laughs) Halloween Town movies, and we're very excited about it. But, yeah, I've only watched, like, a couple of the Harry Potter movies. That's really all I've gotten into the fall spirit of, but I need to watch more. I did also watch, I think, the first one and a half. I don't think I finished the second Halloween or Harry Potter movie, but I did watch those before Universal because I couldn't get not me, not Hermione, you out of my head. You. <laughs> my pe- my followers on TikTok are tagging me in that, that people that watch the vlogs, Must they're tagging nice. me in other people's TikToks of I it. I can't get tagged in anything. 
<laughs> must be nice to have a TikTok account. TikTok, if you're listening. Everyone, if you're listening, please go spam TikTok in some way. And try to get my account back for me. Try to get their attention. Please. I will literally pay everyone $5 to go and... Uh, it's going to maybe add up. I'll pay everyone a dollar to go and spam TikTok to oh try my to get God. my account back up. Because that's well, how much it means to so me. So I've had no problem with TikTok, but my Instagram reels will not post. Really? Instagram gave me like this fun like bonus like, hey, we'll pay you if you post so many reels and get this many views. And I was like, oh, fun. Plus, I want to post reels anyways. And it just does this thing where it freezes. I think it's just my phone. Weird. So I need to wait till I get a new phone tomorrow maybe and try to post. But it's very frustrating. So I think that's it. We're like 30 minutes in already with our little intro, but I'm going to have Gabby answer the rest of the questions and I will chat with you guys next week. Enjoy. So we're just going to get right into it. I feel like me and Lexi have a very opposite kind of. Okay, so here's how I explain it. Our destination when it comes to school is the same, but our journey to get there is very different so we would end up with like the same gpas we were both valedictorian in high school like we both have the same outcome but our ways of getting there are very different so you guys got her perspective on the schooling questions last week and now you are going to get mine so jumping right into it with first question is how to start looking for a college that suits you I would say, obviously, just, like, do your research of basic stuff. Like, Google the school, see what you can find that way. But now with social media the way it is, I would say try to watch people's vlogs from those schools. Try to find someone that goes to the TikTok. Or, that didn't make sense. Try to find someone that goes to school on TikTok and just find people that way. That way you're getting a genuine, like, real look into the schooling. And I would say even try to reach out to those people. Try to get their actual opinion of the school. I have a couple people who always do that about FIU or even just like my major through Instagram. And I always try to reply to them because I know how helpful it is to get someone's opinion that's actually like going through it right at this moment. So I would say social media would be your biggest tool. Look at Instagram pictures of it. Honestly, okay, Instagram pictures are probably fabricated. I would say look at like YouTube videos of vlogs, like day in my life, college week in my life. Kind of get a little bit feel for that way. And like TikTok. I feel like TikTok was huge during like college um, recruitment and sororities and all that stuff that was happening this year. So I just feel like that's an amazing tool to be able to see. To see like real human beings going to those schools. Seeing how they, I don't know, like their morning routines or their, what their dorm rooms look like. Like whatever the case is and get a better feel for it. I feel like that's something that I wish was around when I was picking schools. Although I honestly only picked and applied to one school I toured the school which is also a huge thing once you like narrow it down to so many definitely tour it definitely get like a feel for what it feels like to be a student on the campus I just loved FIU they had my major and the location was great I loved the campus there's like the Florida vibes obviously so I was like very set on that so I didn't have to like go between a few but touring is definitely huge because it makes you get like a real feel for what it's like Next question, tips for online classes. I recommend treating this as if it was a normal in-person class. So I would say set apart a certain time wherever you have like a free time in your schedule and do that class at that point every single time that you need to at that time. In that way, I feel like you're going to be more structured and kind of treat it like a real class because I know sometimes if you don't have that like self-discipline when it comes to online classes, everything just kind of piles up or you just don't really put your all into that class like your other ones you feel like you're getting behind like you have to teach yourself everything at the last minute before tests 
and it's extremely stressful. So even before, obviously, like COVID and my entire classes went online, I had a few online classes while I was also doing in-person classes at FIU. And I would always have like at least 30 minutes to like an hour, sometimes even two hours of free time in between my classes that like I wasn't going to leave campus. So I would just go up to the computer lab and I would treat it as if I was in a real class and I would do that at that time every single day I had that break. So that way I would honestly probably like work ahead and get super ahead so I didn't have to worry about falling back in that class. But do the same thing with like a notebook, whatever like tools and utensils you use for other class. Do the same thing. Take good notes. And a lot of times with online classes, at least the way it was with mine, my tests and stuff were open note. So if I were to just try a little bit harder on my note taking, it would just make tests so much easier. So definitely recommend that. Just putting in the effort from the beginning because nothing is worse than falling behind in a class and just having to play catch up and just feeling like you're literally drowning in schoolwork. It's the worst feeling ever. So just try to stay ahead of it and don't let that happen. Next question, how to manage a busy schedule. So this is where Lexi and I differ a lot. She is very much so a planner type of person and I honestly am not. I kind of plan out and prioritize everything in my head. But something that really helps me is just like, like like I said like prioritizing everything in that order knowing that this is when I'm going to get everything done so the way that my college worked was well my college experience is I was obviously a full-time student in engineering so already on the own like most of the people that I was going to school with that's all they did but on top of that I also worked two jobs because I was a cheer coach and I did all that stuff at Top Gun and then I also ran my social media pretty much full-time so I was a student had two jobs, and I was also a cheerleader. I knew the importance went pretty much in that order. It was schooling, and then my job came next, and then being a cheerleader, having fun, having a social life was obviously bottom of the totem pole, but in my eyes, that was the most enjoyable, so I knew that I had to prioritize school first. I would get my homework done pretty much as soon as it was assigned. I was never, I could not tell you if there was ever a day in my entire schooling experience of like kindergarten to graduating college where I was up doing homework at night, I was never that person. I feel like that's such an unhealthy habit to get into of like not starting your homework until midnight and literally being up all night having to do that because you're just not in the right state of mind at that point and everything is so much harder when you're not in the mood to do it. So I would make sure schooling got done first. I would prioritize that, get that done when I'm like the freshest and like the most calm state of mind because then it wouldn't stress me out as much and then once that was checked off obviously I would go to work get that done I obviously needed to make money I needed to be able to pay for things on my own and then it would feel so much better because then when I would actually get to relax I would get to hang out with friends I would get to go to practice and I wouldn't be so worried about everything else that I had to get done so I recommend just prioritizing everything in whatever order you need And I know as much as you don't want to do homework first, that is going to make your schedule and your life so much easier. Just get school done and out of the way, and that way you don't have to worry about it. You can relax later, you can go party, you can have fun, but nothing's going to be as enjoyable knowing that you have like a six-page essay to turn in the next day. So just get it done and don't worry about it. Prioritize things. It honestly is probably going to be like what's the least fun for you is probably what's most important, and that needs to get done first. And then what's most fun for you is probably the last thing that needs to get done, but do it that way so you can balance everything and get everything done and enjoy everything while also being successful. 
Next up is tips on taking notes. I was that girl that sat in the front of the class with six different colored pens, a notebook, like I had all of that, but that made my life so easy because I would color code everything. So I would have like certain lessons be one color, certain um, like definitions be another color and like I would color code everything. So that way when it came to studying, I knew exactly where I needed to find like certain equations, certain definitions, like the main topics were all in like color coded pen and then everything else was just so neatly written underneath that and it just makes your life so much easier because obviously what you're taking notes on are the most important things that you're going to need to study for later in a test. So if you're just jumbling everything together, you're never going to be able to go back and actually find it and be able to study for what you need. So I recommend taking the time color code it, make your notes nice and neat, and that way it's only going to set you up for success later with tests and everything. You're not feeling like you have to relearn everything. It kind of already like stencils everything out for you. Next question is thoughts on Greek life or sororities. So this is something that me and Lexi both never had an interest in at all. I was always like more of a girls guy growing up. I like my main friends in like elementary school were always guys I played football at recess like I had my fair share of girlfriends and like I absolutely loved them and they were like also my core group of friends but I just am not the one to deal with girl drama like I hate having to fake a friendship and all of that so sororities to me were just not it I don't think my honestly no I think my mom my aunt was in a sorority I don't know if my mother was in a sorority or not but my family was just never big into that so we were never had the desire to do it so I think it is if you are interested in doing it I think it's a great way to have friends in college and just really like get the full experience if you're interested in that but it's not for everyone so don't feel like you're missing out in any type of way I would not change my decision of not doing a sorority at all I just feel like it's not for me so take that as it is I would say if you're interested in it try it out and if you're not interested in it don't feel like you're missing out on anything Next question, favorite class you've ever taken? Ooh, this is hard. So I'm going to say, okay, so in high school, I would say my favorite class was chem, which I know normal people hate chemistry. I loved chemistry. My AP chem teacher was awesome. It was such a fun class. Like I, not to like toot my own horn, but I, every time he would like pass back tests, he would always like say something about mine. I would almost always get one of the highest grades in it and I feel like it's just because I just really enjoyed that class and loved that professor that I feel like I didn't even really have to study that hard for that class because I just enjoyed it so chem was definitely my favorite in high school it just seemed so easy to me and a lot of times obviously classes don't seem that way because college was not the case I would have to study my butt off to get great good grades in college but my favorite class in college I guess would be differential equations I think I ended that class with like over a hundred percent And I remember being an AP Calc and my Calc professor was always like, oh, just wait till you get to differential equations in college. Like, it's such a hard class. I hated it. Like, you have to use so many different variables and blah, blah, blah. And it's so much writing and hard work and everything. So I feel like my expectations for differential equations was already like at the bottom. Like, I did not have any high hopes for that class. Like, I thought it was going to be one of the hardest classes that I ever had to take. And honestly, it was a breeze. I don't know if it was the way my professor taught. She wasn't over the top a nice professor. Like, there was nothing really memorable about her at all. I don't even remember her name at the moment. But something about that class just came so easy to me that it was, like, 
a class I did not have to worry about at all. It was honestly, I think it was an 8 a.m. too. Or it was at least, it might not have been, no, it was not an 8 a.m. I totally just lied. It was like an 11 a.m. or something. But it was my first class of the day, so it felt like it was an early class. And normally, obviously, you're still kind of like waking up and like you're dreading going to school. But having that be such an easy class for me made that semester go by so much better. So I think that was my favorite college class. Um, next question, short-term versus long-term studying. So I would say in high school, I was very much a short-term studying person. I would not even open my notebook until pretty much the night before. I would go through like my study guides, read over my notes and pretty much be done. And that was it. High school to me came very easy. That was the difference I would say between me and Lexi. Lexi would study her butt off over and over and over again to get those grades and like somehow I would just be able to breeze over my notes and I just had really good memory when it came to high school stuff and I I would still get good grades now college on the other hand obviously was not like that I feel like it's because professors don't teach as well so you are kind of having to teach yourself everything so I definitely recommend long-term studying I would say start a week a week and a half in advance and start little by little that way you're not trying to cram everything in it's just so much more over overwhelming when you do it that way you just feel like you have so much to study for and you feel like you just didn't master everything so I recommend starting in advance taking it slow even if it's like 20 minutes a day or like one chapter a day or whatever the heck it is I find that to be way more successful when it came to college and just having so many classes at once and obviously like a much busier schedule I recommend just long-term studying little by little in advance instead of trying to cram it all in because that's just not the way to do it. You're not going to remember things. And then when it comes to finals, you have to reteach yourself again because you try to just memorize everything the night before instead of actually learning the material. Recommend long-term studying. Definitely just sets you up for success a little bit better. Did you buy or read your textbooks? textbooks are the biggest scam of college if you buy textbooks when people the professors give you the syllabus from the bookstore you are wasting hundreds and hundreds of dollars every single semester do not do it at least wait until you actually need the textbook and then by that point someone most likely in the text or in the class found a link to the text for free that's like a pdf so most of the time i would say whatsapp is like your best friend when it comes to college I would say pretty much all of my classes made a WhatsApp group and nine times out of 10, someone found the link to the online PDF of the book. So no one had to buy it. Recommend doing that to half the time you don't use them. I would say the only time I ever actually used a textbook was when I had to do homework out of the textbook. And that was pretty much it. I don't think I ever like had a textbook and actually read from it to teach myself at all. Maybe like one class, if anything, but that was it. So yeah, textbooks are a scam in college and they are so expensive. And pretty much every professor is going to be like, oh, you need the book. You need to buy it. Have it for the first day. Don't do that. I promise you will save so much money. And just like the textbooks are huge and so heavy and half the time you won't use them. So don't waste your money on that right away. Um, Next one, do SAT scores really matter? So I feel like, first of all, since I've taken SATs, they have changed so much. I know the scoring is completely different and just everything about them. So I feel like I'm out of the know when it comes to that anyway. But unfortunately, they do matter, but like literally just to get into college and that is it. So they do not define you. It's not the only thing they look at. So there's obviously SAT and ACT and like those, those main standardized tests. There's also GPA. There's everything else on your resume with like 
volunteer work, community service, just like what else you are as a human being and everything else that's on your application. I know like the essays um, when it comes to the application process are also huge. But unfortunately, SAT scores are important. I'm hoping as the times are changing that those become less and less important because I don't think one test should define you as a student at all. That makes no sense to me. So hopefully those will fade, but as of now, they are still unfortunately important. Um, I got very lucky that I only had to take the SAT and the ACT once. My scores were good enough. Like I said, I only applied to FIU. I didn't apply to any like Ivy Leagues or big schools. So um, my ACT, ACT score was actually way better than my SAT score. So I ended up using that score to send in. So try both out. See which one's better for you. <laughs> and Justin just walked through the door. Um, but yeah, unfortunately it is important. So. This next question is internship and interview tips, but I wish Lexi was here for that one because I've never done either, so I don't have good advice on that one. So we're going to wrap it up with the last question because I'm getting tired and I feel like I'm rambling on. So last question is, how to choose the right school for you? I feel like this goes back to the first question, but I definitely just recommend finding people that have had that experience, talking to them. And really getting like an in and not just like the what the like random YouTube video that's on the school website showing because obviously they're going to only show the best parts. Um, tour everywhere. That way you can just feel what's best for you. Even when it comes to like dorm rooms and like the campus and the classrooms. Like you're going to be experiencing everything. So it's important to look at all of that before making a decision when it comes to school. And just kind of weigh in all factors. To me, one of the most important things, actually the most important thing was location. I knew I wanted to go to school in Florida in Miami and I just wanted them to have my major and that was it and that was pretty much the only criteria I looked at so kind of weigh out what's important for you if that is like sorority life if that is specific majors or location if you want to go to school like within driving distance if you want to live on campus like kind of figure out what's important for you make that list and then I would say do like a pros and cons list of every school that's on your list and then go and actually tour and experience everything firsthand to really get a feel for it and see what you really like about it. So that is all the questions for this. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you got a different mindset and in, insight into this because Lexi and I, like I said, have very different schooling opinions and just the way we handled studying and college and SATs and all of the above. And even like applying to schools, she applied well, not so much college, but, like, with dental school, she applied to so many dental schools, went on so many interviews, and then, like, I literally applied to one college, and that was it. So, I did not have to have the stress of, like, going through so many different ones and having to pick and narrow it down. So, I don't really have <laughs> that amazing of advice, but I hope this helped a little bit. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys liked the new segments of the podcast. And I think that's pretty much everything. So, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of outgoing without going out make sure to check us out on instagram and go ahead and tune in and like give your little wins of the weeks and topic of the week and we can chat back and forth up there so go do that and i hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next week